Oh, now you're all choppy. My internet's bad. Oh, you're choppy. I'm choppy. I'm sorry. Oh, wake up. We got a show to do. I know, but oh, it's been a week. It's only, yes. it's only Thursday. It's only Thursday. That's it. Today is Thursday, July 8th, 2021. This is the producer's happy hour. And today we're talking about why not versus why. And those are two very different questions. And we're going to get into it. <laughs> yes. And we're two producers on the opposite coast. Lawrence Lewis is in LA and I'm Sister Christian in New York City. And we're chatting over drinks about what it means to be a good producer. I can't tell you <laughs> how many times now I've asked somebody for a good, uh, somebody's asked me for recommends for good producers. I'm like, ah, listen, yeah, it's all perspective these days. It, it is, exactly. Um, so, you know what, guys, we want to hear from you. So please join the conversation at producershappyhourgroup.com or email us at producershappyhour at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts, your ideas, your questions, your comments, ideas for show topics, whatever you want. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps others f- like you find our show. We want to be liked. We need them algorithms to be working for us, y'all. Yes, we do. And uh, also, we have other questions for us. Join us for office hours. <laughs> we love. I, I promise it'll be worth it. It'll like, be worth please, it. <laughs> please come to office hours. We believe in mentorship and sharing information in this business. So if you're new to the industry or if you're stuck somewhere in your career and need some advice, hit us up. Same email, producershappyhour at gmail.com. Let us know you'd like to have office hours with us. Even though we were not on last week, we took the, the day off for the holiday. Is that? Yes. Yes, that is what we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to start. I'm going to jump right into what are you drinking? Well, as I may have expressed before, um, I've been back and forth just about every weekend since March to Kentucky, which you can't get there from here in New York City. And when I arrived back this time, um, I had a four pack of Sophia uh-huh. little champagne cans with a yep. straw. They have four pack of those. So I'm chowing those down right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what lovely. Are you drinking, <laughs> I, I, you know, again, we're just too busy to make fancy cocktails. I'm telling Holy you. Shit. But uh, but I'm I'm having a Wolf Pup Session IPA from Golden. Oh Road my God, Brewery. you with the IPAs? I it's know, like you. I, I know. know. Stop it. I know in a good way. I mean, I know you love them, <laughs> and I'm sure the IPA like police would be like, "Thanks, sir." Yeah, they'd be very happy. <laughs> Ooh, what do we have here? Another IPA Another- fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I so we we had a week off. Uh, you've been through a lot. I've been through a lot. What's going on? <laughs> what, how are you doing? Well. I'm not sure what I'm fearing and uh, go with me on this, but Mm -hmm. what I'm fearing is things are evening out at a very high stress level for a lot of people. Yeah. And I would hate for this to be our new, uh, and I'm not going to say that other word, but I would hate for this to be the baseline of where we're now at with stress. (sighs) Yeah. I, I just, I, I'm not, this is unsustainable. Um, I, I can't, I don't, I just, I don't see um, this being sustainable for too much longer because everybody I know, and I know I've been harping on it this year, but I feel like everybody I know is at this place unless you're like that high stress lover. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know any other way around it. I, I was literally just talking to a, a a crew member on one of my sets and said to them, you know, we were just talking about <laughs> one day disappearing somewhere and... uh 
never being heard from again. And, you know, where it was a joke, but then I turned to them and said, because this is unsustainable. <laughs> where would you go though? Should we follow this fantasy down <laughs> Well, this person has a very specific plan. I'm not going to reveal oh. the plan because I don't want to. I don't want to identify this person, but it's definitely <laughs> land in another uh, part of the world where yeah. it's much more sustainable. And we've had similar discussions, sister, about yes, land and, and I, yeah, and <laughs> just having a yeah. I would love to figure out the least amount of money I could live on, and then oh, figure yeah. out. The least amount of work I can do for that amount of money and then <laughs> marry the two and then just go. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I mean, that's 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 the thing. I think that I can only speak for myself. The thing that I've learned coming out of the pandemic, the great panini, as I like to call it, is... is <laughs> look at that cheese pool. Uh, look at the cheese pool. <laughs> um, working in this industry, it, it, it feeds upon itself, right? You oh, yeah. just you get a taste of of a decent sized paycheck, and then you need the next one, and then you need the next one, and then all of a sudden you're living this lifestyle where you actually need the next one. I'm realizing that's not a very healthy way to live, uh, and mm -hmm. you know maybe you know, we what, what did we do last year? We had the subscription challenge where we <laughs> <laughs> talked about you know oh, how I much knew that was going to come up again. I know, at some point. <laughs> I know. I think we need to do subscription challenge the post pandemic version because mm. you know I'd rather live a little bit of a smaller lifestyle and have less of this stress and anxiety in my life. But then the other thing is, you know, we're freelancers. It's really hard to say no. And if you say no too often, you're going to lose that client, right? How do you, how do we navigate yeah, that? I feel like our um, our lifestyle is built on you know the shittiest job awards, of course, and the badge of honors that we wear for what we've gone through and what, how we've been treated, and we thrive off of that because we're people pleasers. And if we've pleased somebody, then we get hired again. Yeah, there's a the lifestyle is appealing to anybody who does freelance work. Yeah, it's just it is like because, you know, the draw of the sexy part of it that people say, oh, you make your own hours. You don't take a job if you don't want to do it. Those are sh that's shit we say, but that is not shit. Mm -mm. we do. No, mm -mm. it just isn't. No. But I do think that as you and I are discussing that this is unsustainable, I do think that we could begin to write what is sustainable if we were organized. We could. I think we could because. There's just so many people right now that are feeling this way, and there's only so many goat farms that can happen, <laughs> or donut shops, or wine stores, and you know, oh my Dubuque, God. Iowa. I know it's just like uh, I don't. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. um, I'm kind of at a loss of where I am right now in wanting to be the producer that I know that I am. And if you've met me, you know that I am really fucking good at my job mm -hmm. <laughs> and that I don't have any trouble telling you. <laughs> and I feel like at this, like the level that I'm working at right now is not what I know is my best. Yeah. It is literally trying. It's still good. I mean, it passes and shit gets done and everybody is happy and we still take care of people and all of that. But I'm not happy and I'm not having a good time. And I truly pride myself on having like everybody has the same positive experience when they work with me. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know that that's happening because everybody would rather commiserate unhappiness than they would figuring out how to be happy again. Yeah. And that which makes me 
feel like less of a producer and that I'm not doing, I'm not producing the way that I know I can be. So that's the, that's where I'm at. And I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. Those are hard problems to fix. I mean, well, exactly. Like, so that's why I emailed like 15 therapists today. Apparently they're all busy. <laughs> I was looking. I think we talked about this before, maybe not yeah. on the show, but I if think. If not, I, then I mean, I'm happy to talk about it now if anybody's interested. Office hours. Well, yeah, office hours. Let's <laughs> let's chat, people. Let's chat. Who are your therapists? Because I'm going to tell mean, you. I posted on Copros that I wanted to do a support group, and then I've not been able to have two seconds <laughs> to, to do put a it support together. group. I mean, I'm literally. Like I'm, I feel like I'm drowning in the work that needs to happen in the stress, and it's just that. Uh, I mean, why? We we got a we got a very nice email from from a listener. I'm not going to say their name. They didn't necessarily right. give us permission, mm-hmm. but um, they after our last episode, not last week, but the week before, because we weren't on last week. Um, casino, casino, <laughs> casino stuff, <laughs> life. Um, <laughs> We, well, I have to say, we are our own bosses. They, we are our own bosses. We set our own <laughs> schedules. No, we don't. Um, we, uh, th- th- this person was thanking us for being so honest and open about our own anxiety and our own mm-hmm. stress and the mm-hmm. way it seems to be affecting us now, post the Great Panini. Um, and, 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 and mm-hmm. it was just, you know, they just said, I'm so glad I'm not alone. I was so worried it was just me. And that is something I, I've been going through. It's like, what, what, what changed in in me that makes me not be so even keeled through this, you know, challenging job? Like I used to go through these jobs like they were water, and and now it's a it's a very different experience. So I happen to be working at an office now that is full of women, and I began to start to do things like have whole you know, group meetings and just understand what people are going through and what they're feeling and such. And then I'm being very open and honest with where I'm at. You and I talked about it. And it, it sometimes like this wave of anxiety comes at you and there's nothing going on or nothing wrong. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. I called you one like, time and I was like, yeah. you're like, what's what's wrong with the job? I'm like, there's nothing wrong with the job. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so in that, that's perfect. That's something that, you know, if you have somebody to call and five minutes later, it's gone. In fact, you feel almost like two and a half minutes in being talked to. It's like, OK, why did I? I mean, I almost feel guilty for bothering the person, which is dumb. Right. But I mean, clearly I could not mount in it myself and make it go away. And so this tie back into our listeners email. But basically, I've separately heard from each of these women that they've never seen a woman in leadership before be so open about their mental health. And that made me feel really good, because it actually has made things around the office just so much more palatable, because everybody understands that everybody's going through something similar. Yeah. And, you know, that thing that we used to say last year that became, you know, like we're all in this together, which we know we weren't because some of us were doing better than others. But in the end, when it comes to mental health, yes, if you can relate to somebody's like that is exactly how I feel, then you begin to understand that it's not just you and you can talk about it. Yeah, exactly. And so hearing the encouragement from our listener (laughs) and she wrote in, it was just it was it was really nice to hear because, yeah, sis. 
Yeah. <laughs> this sucks right now. And I don't know how to make it unsuck. Like you can't unsuck that. <laughs> yeah. Even speaking to the crew member that I, you know, uh, that I was, they're not a producer, but they, you know, they. Who was they, it again? Mm, I'm not <laughs> saying. <kidding>. Um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get a release form on them. No, um, you know, just, it was just like to be able to look at each other in the eyes and be like, this is unsustainable. Like, this is really challenging. Like things have yeah, gotten well, really, really challenging with the budgets, the schedules, the the turnarounds. You know, it's it's a lot. So, um, yeah, I really hope you well, find time, Christian, to to get that support group up and running. Cause, I know. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, whether whether we, to be honest, uh, it's not about solving anything no. because it's really not. It's only Mm-mm. about understanding that giving what you're feeling validation, which yeah means that you can begin to figure out how to manage it. Exactly. Because if you keep ignoring it, like I've been doing, if you keep ignoring (laughs) it, then you're just going to, something's going to happen. Dealing with it is better than not dealing with it. And part of dealing with it is just talking about it. And part of that is just knowing you're not alone. Absolutely. I mean, just having you to chat with uh, at at the very least once a week is... (laughs) Is a big help to me. Oh, yeah, me. I know. I, I texted you today and you're like, do you want to talk? I'm like, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> that should have been an email. <laughs> but a dumb meeting in person. That should have been a uh-huh. fucking email. Should have been an email. Well, that's the topic of the show, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh-huh. How about that? <laughs> All right, Sophia, give me strength. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> why why versus why not or why not versus why so okay i came up with this concept because i was on this job and i just been through uh, you know a string of work and going back to our mental health conversation i'm trying to be my own boss and i'm trying to give myself august off for my birthday it's i'm already being challenged <laughs> i've given some second holds but i'm really trying to take all of august off because um, because oh, I need. But it. I have something if you're interested. Oh, stop Go it! <laughs> stop it! I'm available. What well, do you got? No, I'll certainly have a pool you can swim in. <laughs> so anyway, I like that. Okay, so <laughs> why versus why not? So as producers, mm-hmm. we are often meant to combat a lot of no's. You know, we ask a lot of questions, we <sighs> get a lot of no's, right? Yes. And part of our job is to really kind of you know, figure that out and I, 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 and, and try and find a way to make it happen. So that for me falls under like, why not? Why not? Why can't we do this? Why are we being turned away from this thing? And what do we need to do to explain it to them in a better way for us to be able to accomplish what we need to accomplish in any sense of the thing? Does that make sense? It does. And when you pit, when, uh, so everyone, just so you know, I did not have any kind of bandwidth to understand any kind of, you know, show topic. But when you pitch this show topic to me, I totally relate to it because if I understand the entire or have the details of every part of the, the thing, then I can, I can come up with 10 solutions for you. Anything like I need to know yeah. all the details. Right. And so the why or why not to me is, is important. But I also know that a lot of times the why not, it comes from a place of just pure selfishness. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, needing to understand where it comes from will often allow for the, the, the opening to make it go away. Right. Exactly. And then the other, the thing that I like kind of classify as the why 
Mm-hmm. I, I can only speak from my own experience, but I feel like mm-hmm. the why is is this very experienced. <laughs> the why is <laughs> it's hard to remember to go for the why because as facilitators, which we are as yes. producers, right? Mm-hmm. We're given a goal, we're given a task, and we want to accomplish the task. And sometimes it's really easy to just to fall into that rote of like, okay, this is what you want. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's how I'm going to execute it. Boom, it's done. Get it off my list. Why not can lead to panic. And franticness too. Why not can lead to panic, and and this is this is also how this. I, I was going to surprise you with this. This ties into. Our, <laughs> it surprised you. Oh, and, did I guess you did? You did. This ties into God our mental it, health. This ties into our mental health, and that okay. is to be asking why more often than why not, or just as often as we ask why not. Why not? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do? This? How can I do this? How can I make it work? How can I make this cheaper? Why can't this be cheaper? Why can't this be? You know, right? The why is when there are requests made of us. And we have to say, hang on, why? Why do we need to do it that way? So bold. Right. But it's like, you know, even it-, it It's not, it's not, though. It it's not. Be. It's it not shouldn't like, yeah. be. It shouldn't be. It really needs to be an equal part of what we do as producers, because at the same time, we're trying to protect a creative vision, i.e. our director, right? Mm-hmm. And so- as facilitators, it's really easy for us just to respond to a request and make it happen. But then a lot of times it's like, wait, we, we need to think this through a little bit more and say, why? Why do we need to get on Zoom again to discuss this? Why do <laughs> we have to have a yellow couch? Why does this need to be in the brand colors? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just grasping at straws uh, based on nothing. But like, you know, like really kind of analyzing like as we said in the earlier segment, the schedules and the requests and everything is so intense these days to be able to sit back and ask why, why do we need answers so fast? Why do we need it to be done this way? Why do we need to have three pre-pre-pro meetings, <laughs> which seems to be now the norm, right? Yep. Yep. Embracing this question of why can also help us with the stress and anxiety that we're going through. That was my wild thought. Well, yes, because you and I have both experienced this on when you get a request, you go down 14 different avenues Yeah. of like, well, what are they asking? How can I get it done? What if this happened? And you, you, mm-hmm. know, you just create this, this entire narrative around something that if you only knew the reason, you would not have spent all that time. Exactly. Yes. I know. It's, it's a really tough one because good producers do ask why and they know when to ask why because yeah. why is not always appropriate, right? Right. However, I think normalizing why <laughs> <laughs> would be would would actually be to our benefit because it would cut out a lot. I mean, is it just why because one person in the room said, why don't we see if we can do brown? Like, if that's why, then fuck off. <laughs> right. Exactly. Copywriter. Why, why does the copywriter we- trying to make the couch brown? Right. <laughs> but if why means that, you know, it's something that what we discussed, you know, um, with our folks in Atlanta, the voiceover folks, why may not be relevant if eight months of discussion about the couch being brown mm. came to a head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So, but also too, that's not what's happening now. That's just isn't. I think it's a lot of just, of, it's agencies coming out of this. Uh, there's been a lot more brand and client direct stuff than I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my career. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a lot of people who are unsure about themselves and do not want to upset their client asking for way more than they know can be done. Right. To only to cover their shit. And I'm tired of, I'm tired of making, I'm just tired of that. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm certainly a team player, but I'm just like, 
it's hard to keep that sister Christian, you know, mm, experience the sister Christian experience around when you're dealing with everyone else's insecurity. Yeah. And that's a big thing I think we see all the time is coming from <laughs> the time. brands and agencies like, and even production companies, right? Like, oh, uh, yeah. There's a lot of insecurity out there. I know a few. And a lot of, a lot of people that. <laughs> I'm not going to dish. No. But I know, I know a few that no. I could say. We're not ready to right get canceled now. yet. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Who's canceling us? <laughs> but like, yeah. The podcast police are coming. <laughs> Exercising your why, I think. Right. Was, and also for our own selves. Why oh, do I need to take this own. next job? And it certainly doesn't. Oh, why do oh. I need to double book myself? Do I do I need the money that much? Why do it's I not need? Like we're going out? No, no. I mean, you know, we, we're, we're not doing the things we used to do. We're not, you know, like you know, we're all just trying to save for, for our goat farm in <laughs> in wherever New Mexico. New Mexico. <laughs> so yeah, I think you know we have to we have to embrace the why, normalize why. Maybe that's the new title of the that's episode. Interesting. Normalize why. That's interesting. That why why am I here? Why am I doing this? And what do I need from it? And is what I need from it worth mm -hmm. why the why? The why. We're so reactionary. Hmm. Us oh as God. producers specifically, but I think a lot of and people are. And our lifestyle is so quick. Our lifestyle is yeah. so quick. We need so many answers. It's so quick to just react and bug somebody to make this answer happen and appear oh so you can God. deliver it and be the good pr little producer. But maybe just to stop and ask why, why does this need to Ugh. happen now? Imagine this week or if whatever. If we collectively, I know exactly. What if you, could you imagine if we collectively got together as a whole group and was like, why? <laughs> well, well, first we should get together as a group and collectively demand uh, 1300 oh. a day. <laughs> oh my God. Don't even get me started on my shit because um, the double dipping and the triple dipping that's going on, again, not sustainable, mm -mm. but also too has created the ability to mass produce in a way um, that is, if we do it, it just, oh, remember that thing that the production company once said to you and it was like, well, if we do a job for a hundred grand, that's all they're ever going to want from us. Uh -huh. They will never look at us for bigger jobs. Uh -huh. and, and, and the agency's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. We'll come back for bigger <laughs> things. And it never mm. happened. Right. Same shit now. Do you really think that they're going to come back for just one job in the future? No, like if we do it, that's the expectation. Yeah, exactly. You give away we the farm once. Better. Yeah, we can. We, we can. can. Yeah. Uh, whether we get it or not is a whole different story. But yeah. We can expect it, and <laughs> we can understand that why is important. Why is important. Oh, God, is that it? Well, I think so. I mean, did we not cover it? We broke it down, <laughs> I sister. we broke it down and we slapped it up and we, we slapped got it, all, it up. all around it. <laughs> why? Exactly. why versus why not? I know this is a really esoteric topic, but it hit me the other day. And I, I think that's an interesting perspective shift on what we do. We're facilitators. We're trying to get answers. We're trying to get things done. But I think we can save ourselves a little bit of the stress and anxiety by asking a few more questions along the way. May I just say that even earlier in this particular episode, when you were like firing off things in a rapid voice, I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting anxiety from that. Mm. This is something that we should analyze the whys. We, we should, should analyze this. Yeah, because and is it worth in our own personal worth? Yeah, 100 percent. And I'm going to tell you about one thing I missed mentioning in uh, talking about anxiety. It was you talked about looking for a therapist. When I was going through my really serious anxiety last November, I 
started looking for a therapist and looking for the therapist gave me anxiety. <laughs> I just got a response from somebody's like assistant going, she has a very long wait list. I'm like, oh, God. You just fucking tell me what very long means. Like, I right. don't know. Like, it, again, like everything right now is such perspective that it's like, okay, does very long mean till January or very long mean like three weeks? Like, what is it? I, I yeah I know it's it's it, it was too much it was so much that I had to stop looking because yeah. dealing with the insurance and 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 people's wait lists and and their questionnaires it was just too much and uh, yeah. I'm okay without even insurance I'm okay yeah. to pay somebody something for to get over this hump I just like can't find anybody who's willing to uh, I don't know what are you gonna do Ugh. it's okay I'm gonna look in you know, Georgia or Kentucky. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to go outside the big metropolitan. <laughs> well, Lawrence, Producers Happy Hour was created with the help of Christopher Daniels, who is a treatment designer, and he created our logo and branding. And Kyle Pucci is a music composer of commercials, film, and TV. He created our show music. This episode was edited by Eric Beals. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We're hopefully back next week if we're not too if we're not too busy. I know, and please, and please, like, stay away from Delta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keep safe out there. Keep safe. Send us your voice recordings or your emails to producershappyhour at gmail.com. So, Lawrence, if anybody out there just has to get you, yes. how should they? Two ways. Voiceoflawrence.com for voiceover work or Lawrence T. Lewis for producing. How about you? Sisterchristianproduces.com. Bye, y'all. <laughs>